Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our PC. Hello, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, thieves, everybody out there. This is Dave, and welcome to the Boston Podcast, the podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. And guess where I am? I'm at home staring into my computer and looking at myself on a Zoom screen. You know, Steven Tyler once famously sang, every time I look in the mirror, all these lines in my face getting clearer. I didn't know that song would eventually be applied to us staring at ourselves on these Brady Bunch boxes. Anyway, I digress. I have a, <laughs> I have a great guest today. We have started this mission on the Boston Podcast to let uh, companies, local businesses, local professionals, local anybody's, Talk about what they do during these times to make sure they still get their word out and that they're still open for business and all that. It's just a little small thing we can do. But if you're interested, if you're interested, email me at david at pod617.com. We'll get you right on the show. We'll crank these episodes out. Keep the good juju going. I have a great guest today. Her name is Jenna Alderton. So please, everybody, say hello to Jenna. See, I've got this phony studio audience, Jenna, and... Little did I know it was going to come in handy. The phony studio audience is is always there, whether I'm hunkered down at home or in my studio, which I'm not. Anyway, Jenna is the head of digital at Outside the Design. She um, has an interesting story as to how she got there, but now she's the queen of everything. Uh, Digital marketing, social media, all that kind of stuff that most of us don't really understand. How are you holding up, Jenna? That is how we have to begin every conversation, I think. Yes, it's a good place to start. Well, first of all, thank you very much. I really appreciate this. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Um, how am I holding up? I'm, you know, I'm actually doing really well. I, uh, um, I've, I'm really lucky to have a number of clients who are, have just dug their heels in mm-hmm. around making changes quickly to the things that they to their normal day-to-day life. And so I work with my clients pretty closely, almost on a daily basis um, at this point to uh, help them stay focused on where they're at, but also thinking about, um, you know, breaking things down for this period of time where we're kind of stuck in our homes and it's this Mm. quarantine um, period. And then, you know, what's life going to look like when we get back to uh, get back to life? You know, how can we prepare for that? So things are, things are going really well for me. I, you know, I, my business is largely word of mouth. Um, and so a lot of my clients are, are incredibly loyal um, and that works both ways. So um, there, you know, there's a, there are a lot of challenges and I'm sure that we'll get into some of those challenges throughout this conversation for sure. But, uh, but yeah, mostly I'm, I'm doing really well. You can find Jenna at outside the design.com full service digital marketing agency. Like I said, specializing in all things, Instagram, social media, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
now it, 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 I mean, we talk about how this, the quarantine and the pandemic is a game changer. It's, it, you can't uh, overstate it. It's changed everything. Any TV commercial you watch now, any radio commercial, any conversation you have with anyone, <laughs> it's all about this. So is, is, is that, the, are those the conversations you're having with your clients now? Like how they maybe pivot, change their messaging, change their brand, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think I come to this from a different angle. You know, I didn't go to school to become a digital marketer or a digital strategist. Um, you know, I was born and raised in Michigan. Um, I come from a, a very blue-collar, working, conservative, democratic family. Uh, and so, I, you know, I was kind of raised with a lot of grit and resilience. And then I moved here to the Boston area about 20 years ago. So I, you know, I kind of consider myself um, someone who, who knows the landscape pretty well at this point. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, for the most of my uh, adult life, I was a social worker. So I was a social worker for 18 years. And um, I fell into this digital marketing, making websites, kind of digital umbrella, uh, because I was helping to start a nonprofit some time ago. It was about 10 years ago, actually. And I had to make a website. I had to, you know, I was working on the ground with a variety of institutions who were serving the needs of kids. And I, what I did was, I brought art into their space and I, and I taught pro-social skills. So, you know, kind of using art as a vehicle to teach kids uh, a skill set. And so we created this nonprofit. And I had to create this website and I discovered that I liked it. Like I, I had never had the opportunity to kind of play with numbers and data. And I really dug into it, taught myself and found a couple of mentors, eventually took a couple of courses through, you know, General Assembly. And discovered like I needed to do something different. I wanted to, I knew that I would eventually have a family of my own. I would likely adopt through foster care. And so I wanted to be able to make more money, but also, um, you know, provide for my family, but also have more independence in the work that I did. So I, you know, I I stumbled into this scene uh, through Instagram specifically and became kind of well known in that space about five years ago. And it was still kind of a baby when this, you know, when the, the feeds were still in chronological order and <laughs> you could kind of see what your friends were up to. Um, so what kind of, what started out as a, as a, uh, you know, a, a, a creative endeavor to build community and to practice this skill set of making websites um, turned into uh, being featured by Instagram for Mother's Day, um, you know, won a variety of awards uh, for my work through Instagram and got to know kind of the back end of the influencer marketing scene while also continuing to develop my web developer and design skill set. And I worked, you know, I did some corporate work and then I eventually just was like, I need to create my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this for about three, a little over three years now. Um, so, so yeah, it's been, uh, it's, it's been an interesting, um, an interesting journey for sure, but it's, really positioned me well I feel like during this period of time in particular where I'm sitting with my clients and you know and a lot of them are you know where they were a week ago is very different than where they were the week before which is different right. than where they were, you know when all of this kind of became a new world for us um so, so yeah, tell, yeah let's get into that a little bit because the the what you do has just become I think 10 times more important than it not that it wasn't important in the first place but, you know, keeping in touch with people by social media and wonderful devices like podcasting. By the way, go to pod617.com if you want your own podcast. Pardon the plug. Um, this is kind of all we have now. <laughs> we've got TV. We've, yeah. got, we've got our devices. 
And I think people who have, you know, like people you deal with who have a personal brand, they want to remind people of whether they're, you know, an influencer or a business owner, whatever they are, they're using social media. Now you, you got to strike the right tone, right? Because, you know, there are these people on yachts. Who was it? Uh, was it um, the Virgin Airlines guy? No, I forget who it was. Somebody tweet, somebody put on, posted something on Instagram. Like I'm on a yacht. I don't know what all this pandemic um, fuss is about. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and it's, and it, you know, it, it sounded, it landed like a Led Zeppelin. And so um, how do you tell people what message they should be getting out now? Well, I, I really encourage my clients to think about, you know, what, what is it that you have to offer that people in their homes right now can access and make use of. You know, so you're you're spot on when you talk about the, you know, you don't want to be tone deaf right now. People do not right. want to present out of touch. Um, you know, there's something comforting and kind of terrifying that uh, about moving through this period of time as a world. You know, you can think about people living in other continents, moving through the same scenario. Um, but we all have, you know, a skill set that we can either hone during this period of time and then offer people through, you know, various digital platforms or creative ways. Um, you know, Instagram is a great, is a, is my favorite place to be hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. but I really encourage people to figure out, like if you had to cancel a retreat, uh, you had this, you know, one of my clients had a retreat in Ecuador coming up and it was going to be this incredible first time, big bang. We we're about to sell tickets. We we're working on the website, etc., And then boom. And so what we decided to do for this period of time in order to stay in people's minds about, you know, what, what they're up to and what they're going to be offering um, to stay focused on the, the bigger picture and to think about this period of time right now is this quarantine, right? Like people are, mm-hmm. uh, they're isolated. People are conserving their energy. They're conserving their time. They're kind of losing it a little bit. People are, you know, tired of facing the wall. So how can we use in, in, Instagram and social media, for example, to bring a retreat into their home? Mm-hmm. You know, what does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? Um, and then to beyond that, to think about, you know, this post quarantine period of time, like what, what's it going to look like for people to be getting back to life? So I really encourage my clients to think about what that period of time is going to look like and how they need to shift their messaging, how they need to shift their thinking about this, how they need to create different habits right now, if they really want to and need to continue driving business, uh, whatever business that is. Uh, my my clients run you know the gamut across the board. Um, so yeah, um, the millionaire who posted something from his yacht was record producer David Geffen. I don't know if they're still called record producers, but uh, it was David Geffen, and I, and I got my billionaires mixed up. So I apologize, Richard Branson, for maligning you a moment ago. But he you know he he had put up an Instagram post of that he was self isolating on a yacht. And um, a yacht, which happens to cost $590 million. So is it, do we run the risk of pandering? Do we run the risk of, I I don't know. Eventually, I think all these companies in their advertisements and their social media posts, it's like, we're doing everything we can to help. Can you give us examples of what kind of is strikes the right chord and, and what doesn't? And I apologize if I'm, I'm hope I'm not asking you to repeat yourself, but no, it's all good. I, you know, I think that like, we've always had sort of this, um, patience for, for that kind of like, you know, the luxury lifestyle. And for a lot of people, it was this this distraction. It was like, Oh, you know, there was, there was a whole lot of escapism around that being able to kind of, you know, use social media to peer into the lives of other people. I mean, so much of it is, 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 is catered of course, 
um, you know, from top to bottom billionaires all the way on through. But right now, you know, it's interesting because nobody wants, can I swear on this show? Is this, is this a swear word? Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Whatever you like. Yeah, no, nobody wants to see that shit. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It, like, cause first of all, it's no longer about escapism. It makes people feel like shit. And then it also reminds us of the disparities across the board. So people are really tuned in right now to the disparities, you know, the people that are really being impacted by this pandemic who don't have access to the things that they need, healthcare, masks, who have to go to work, who are risking their lives, et cetera. So we're really, we have a heightened awareness of the experience of other people right now. We don't want to see some jackass sitting on his yacht, yawning away, you know, being bored. Um, And so I think what's, what's interesting is that, you know, people are becoming more galvanized around what feels important to them and connecting through community and through um, in social ways with the people that are important to them, but virtually, yep. right? So there's a whole new, we're, we're creating new pathways in our brains right now around this virtual stuff. Mm-hmm. A, we're trying to wrap our brains around it, but B, we're creating a new skill set. And if you're a small business owner or just a business owner in general, but especially a small business owner, you know, these are essentially everything that you've needed to learn up until now, it's now time to, to triple time it. Mm. As hard as that may be for some people, because people have kids and they're homeschooling, they're doing things in their, you know, everything is different for sure. Um, are you going to be the type of person who takes advantage of this period of time as much as you're able to position yourself well for what's next? Um, if you have a business and you need to drive business, yeah. a lot of people need direction around that. A lot mm-hmm. of my phone calls with my clients are about cheering them on and I don't blow smoke they don't, and they know that. And that's part <laughs> of why so many of my clients are word of mouth. You know, I don't, I don't typically do well with clients who are just cold calls. Yeah. Um, they really need, you know, they, I need people to look at my digital spaces, get to know me a little bit through social media or whatever, and make a decision for themselves as to whether or not they're interested in working with someone like me. I'm not for everybody, but for the people that that do get along with my personality um, and vice versa. We do some great work together. Um, and so right now, a lot of my calls are about strategy, about building a new skill set, but also about like, listen, you got this. Yeah. You know, it might not feel like it right now. Like, you know, it might have taken me a year to convince you. You, you know, one of my clients has a running store um, down in Norwood and she's incredible. She's an, an incredible individual. She's done a ton of community-based events. Um, and people know her. She's just kind of this, this hub. People come in for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. She no longer has her store as that resource. Right. She can no longer hold these events. Right. But we started a conversation a year ago where I said to her, listen, you need to be selling on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It might take us forever to get you there, but you need to be selling your products on Instagram just because you're a mom and pop shop. Right. Um, and in order to stay alive, that's what you're going to have to do. So she's positioned really well right now to continue building out her online store and, and to use the social spaces that she's, um, you know, built out her following around over the last year based on some of that work that we've done and can kind of keep moving. You know, it's, it's overwhelming because she's continuing to learn a new skill set and expand on that. But I know I can see the kind of bigger picture and it's part of my job to present that to them, to my clients. Little did you know, you know I mean? yeah, little did you know you were preparing her for a pandemic all along, right? Yeah, I think, yes. And I think that, that you know, when people work with me, that's what they find to be different, you know, to, to be different about me. You know, my, like I said, I was a social worker for 18 years. Mm-hmm. So not only do I bring to the table this digital skill set and the strategy and the analytics behind it, but, you know, I was born and raised to be resilient and to, and to come from a place where you're just constantly figuring out 
how to go from survive to thrive over and over again. <laughs> well, yeah, you, we, you know, we, we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording about that uh, culture of kindness. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put words in your mouth. Jenna, but you might have said when you got to Boston, a little more rough and tumble here. Maybe not, 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 a, not quite that uh, Midwestern, you know, um, sensibility of being welcoming and nice to everybody. But anyway, I, I, I'm going to ask you a question. But first, I'll tell you something that I just noticed the other day. I live in an apartment building and I don't really know anyone here because <laughs> there's a lot of uh, turnover in this apartment building. It's very nice and everything. But uh, what happened was, as I went down the other day, someone on the on the front door, you know, entrance had posted a little note, and it said, "If anyone is short on food, you know, I have a lot of canned goods. I have some tuna. I have this and that. And please don't hesitate. Just leave a note on my door, or just knock, and or we'll arrange something where you can come get." The- and it was just, uh, it really made my day to see <laughs> to see her do that. I said, "Well, good on you." And I saw, I happened to see her. And at a safe distance, I told her how nice I thought that was. Um, is in Jenna, you were tell tell me more about what we were talking about earlier in terms of is it possible that this is actually bringing out the best in people now? Yeah, I think that's you know that's part of the you know after I think a lot of people have, have compared this period of time or kind of what you're what you're describing as like a post nine eleven like where people were like how can I be helpful what can I do for you I'm here mm-hmm. and then that and then that goes away we you know we end up it fades into yeah. our daily grind our stressors etc it becomes we live in these silos right but when there's this crisis we're social beings you know first and foremost mm-hmm. you know like as a human being what do you need to survive you need like food water shelter clothing right. and to be social right. right and that doesn't necessarily only mean like social media like you need human contact you need like that chemical oxytocin right like mm-hmm. you need to feel that but we you know we have ourselves convinced that we don't actually need any of that anymore until a major event occurs Mm -hmm. and we've got to figure out and we all feel so good about it at at the time. Like what you're describing is beautiful. Right. And so people are having these little, these little moments of the experiences that are similar. Like I I saw some of the, you know, those little, those little tree, the the, the little lip, what are they? The libraries, the little libraries that people put in their yards with their books. So it's like, take a book, give a book. Free library. Yeah. Like replace those with food. Yeah. Yeah. The free oh, okay. They replace them with like food items. Wow. Right. Yeah. So you see like these, like for the kids in the neighborhood, you know, I have three children. So, um, you know, kids are drawing on the, on the, on the sidewalk with positive messaging and putting teddy bears and windows and, you know, and, and, and connecting in all these different ways. And it feels great. And, and, and we're recognizing again, how important that is. But how do we hang on to that? So that, you know, the Midwest love in Michigan, anywhere I went, you know, I didn't know people, but they'd be waving at me. You know, it's just like, yeah. you just kind, you know, and certainly not all, but, it, you know, much more than Boston. We'll say. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But yeah, but, you know, so there's so there, there, there's a real sense of, of, you know, on the one hand, people are slowing down and they're more patient. They're, they're like, yeah, we should open grocery stores an hour early for senior citizens or Right. You know, folks who need access, whatever. We should do this all the time. And then there are the other people who are really struggling with the stressors involved with a total change in lifestyle. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting I'm beat at a lot more in my car. You know, mm-hmm. people are cutting me off a lot more frequently. Yeah. Um, and, I noticed, you know, I noticed, yeah, I noticed both. I noticed 
Some, I actually found myself uh, social distancing on the highway. Just, I don't know why, but, yeah. but for some reason, I'm, just, I'm in the habit. I'm staying six, six car lengths behind, and then I catch myself, and I'm like, what am I doing? This is stupid. So, but, but, I, but I noticed it feels like maybe I'm sort of just seeing something that isn't there, but it feels like about you know, two-thirds of the people out there on the roads are actually being a little bit more careful than normal. But then there's the third that have lost their minds. They're, they're cutting people yeah. off, right? Yeah. 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 Ha- I mean, and happily... It's not, you know, and it's, it's, I just think that human behavior, for, for me, it's fascinating because, you know, it's these are the, the ways that most people are kind of adapting to treating other people right now are the ways that we naturally want to be. Right. Right. Like we, we want people to feel good. Right. We want people, we want the golden rule, right? Like we want to be treated, we want to treat others the way that you want to be treated, but we forget that. We do. We, it fades. Yeah. You know, it's not even conscious. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, once again, we've got a few minutes left here with Jenna, just to remind you that if you want more info, go to outside the and find out more about Jenna and everything uh, she does. Um, we're going to play an edition of the Jenna's completely unprepared for this, but I'm going to ask you in a moment, Jenna, to give, give us sort of your best tip for how you're surviving. It could be something good you're watching on TV or a good book you're reading or a good recipe or, well, that's about it. We're all inside. So anything like that or your, your favorite tip, uh, you have a few seconds to prepare here as we go into this edition of good stuff. That's the good stuff. All right. Good stuff. We typically see in the past, we, in this segment, we typically talk about, you know, a good movie you can go see, a good show you can go see, a good restaurant you can go out to. Well, all of those are completely gone forever. So get used to it, people. No, I'm just kidding. They'll be back. They'll be back. So, Jenna, do you have something that's been helping you pass the time besides doing the awesome work that you do um, that has kept you sane? You got something? Succulents, man. Succulents? Succulents. I got like a whole new family of them. Yeah. Straight up home Depot for whatever reason has like an entire like section of all the succulents you could, you could, you could ever want. Um, it's just like getting your hands dirty, creating something, you know, doing something for me. It's like doing something new. It's been actually really awesome. I, it's been really cool. You have to explain to me what that word means. Cause I don't know. It's like, it's like a ahead. little baby cactus. It's like a tiny oh, baby cactus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I can't, I can keep kids alive and do real well with people, but I can't keep a plant alive, like to save my life. So cactus, you know, they don't need a whole lot of watering and a lot of attention, but there's like a, there's actually like a real, like crazy variety. And right now it's like, they're in season. I ran to Home Depot, had to get something else. And I was like, I'm getting some potting soil. I'm getting a pot. I'm getting a million succulents and I'm going to make a garden. That's been awesome. I just did the Google thing and you're right. They're quite lovely and there's a, a huge variety of colors and, and, you know, you say cactus, which I'm sure is, is correct in, in a technical sense, but they look, they look somewhere between cactus and flower, right? Yeah, totally. Succulents. I, 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 even just saying it makes me happy. I can't <laughs> say it without smiling. I'll be succulents. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So my suggestion for good stuff is, um, I don't really have one. I don't know. No, I guess I guess don't underestimate the element of creativity on these Zoom calls. So yesterday I was asked to lead a, a networking Zoom call and it was 5 p.m. So people had poured themselves a glass of wine and we're all gathered around our respective computers. 
and I didn't have much time to prep for this, but on these calls, I warn people they can get boring quickly if you don't have sort of a point. Now, if it's a business call, that's a different thing. But this was, this, this was networking, so this was supposed to be like saying hi to everybody, just kind of checking in. It was, it was a little more on the social side than the business side. So what I did was, you can borrow this trick, you, I went to the, uh, the internet and I just found inspirational quotes. And uh, I just, you know, sort of stole the photos and dropped them into a PowerPoint presentation. And then I shared my screen and I said, okay, it's, when it's your turn, take a look at this quote and just tell us what you think. Agree? Disagree? Does it remind you of something? Do you hate it? And uh, every once in a while we got a clunker and I had to give him a new quote, but it got people talking and you know, we you don't, uh, don't forget that, you know, in the, this is actually not a bad time for reflection about, you know, the, a lot of the quotes were about what's important and about making mistakes in life and about, you know, learning from past experiences and things like that. Sounds like it might've been up your alley, Jenna. Would you be, would you, would you have been into yeah, that? I, I, I might borrow that idea. Actually. I absolutely love that. Yeah. And the way that that would play out on Instagram would be totally different, but also just equally kind of powerful. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. I think nothing, nothing creative is to be underestimated right now. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. So Jenna, I've given people the, the website outside the design.com, but are there other things people should know you want to give out your Instagram handle and all that? Yeah, you can definitely find, uh, you know, if you are interested in learning more about me or just kind of getting a feel for who I am, uh, Instagram. So it's artist mom. I'm at artist mom. There's an underscore on the end. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I love to uh, direct message. And, uh, you know, if you email me, I'm available that way as well. But I'm a little flooded. So direct message is great. And I do I do free 15 minute phone consults with people. I schedule those through, uh, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday three days a week. And, um, it's just a nice way to kind of, uh, throw out ideas. If you have some ideas, you want to kind of, um, you know, figure out if, you know, I can be someone that can guide you along or, or what have you. I'm happy to do that. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I went over my 15 minutes today. Jenna. You know, I'm happy to do that. I'm, I'm, honestly, <laughs> I love this name. I think this is so great. So thanks a million for doing it. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Well, you were a great guest. We always want great guests, no matter what's going on, but given this, the quarantine world, quarantine nation, if you would like to be a guest on this show, just email me, david at pod617.com. We want to make sure everybody out there who's, you know, a little bit stressed and needs to connect with their audience, we'll get you on a free show for starters. And if you want your own podcast, we can do that too. We'll ship you out a free USB microphone, a quality one, and we'll get you started. Go to pod617.com for all that info. Jenna Alderton, you were awesome. This was fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Awesome. I did. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> you got it. On behalf of Jenna, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. If you're from Michigan, for example, you must be the other guy. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Uh, have a great day, everybody. Hang in there. We're going to be fine. Enjoy the day. <laughs> Stay healthy. See you later.